Well, I'm speaking with Eric Dunn, producer of the Wild and Scenic Film Festival that's uh, put on by Circle. That's the South Yuba River Citizens League. Eric, welcome to KVMR, and it's a different kind of year this year. How are you guys doing over there? Indeed. Thanks for having me, Paul. And uh, we are we're doing pretty well overall. It's uh, coming along and we're just a few weeks out from the festival launching um, on January 14th. And it's going to be for 11 days this year as we're going all virtual. And so it's from the 14th to the 24th. And so we're really in the last final push here of getting everything all set and ready for folks to enjoy the festival online this year. Now, this is, of course, going to be different because you can't theaters or can't have audiences. But in, in a certain sense, the the, uh, the medium of film translates itself rather well to to home uh Use, uh, especially if you have a nice big screen, so uh, it, it, it's it's not as bad as it could be. Uh, but you're going for more days this year. Why is that? Yeah, well, we we decided to extend the length of it with the move to go online and virtual. Um, we felt that we wanted to give people the flexibility to you know, interact in the programming and watch these films on their own schedule. Um, and we know that, you know, 2020 has been a crazy year. Everyone's trying to juggle work and kids and school and all these things. And so we wanted to try and make it a little easier for folks to be able to tune in and enjoy these films. And so the majority of them are going to be available on demand um, to view at your leisure 24 hours a day through that viewing window of the 14th through the 24th. Um, and so there's only only a few film sessions that have some restrictions on there where um, there's a certain time or date that uh, you would need to tune in for. Otherwise, largely, it's just to allow people to engage at their own schedule and make sure that they're able to enjoy the festival uh, regardless of what their schedule looks like. Give us a, a little bit of background about the Wild and Scenic Film Festival. How many years has it been going? Yeah, this is going to be our 19th year, um, and the festival started out as a fundraiser for South Uber River Citizens League, or CIRCLE, and has grown into the largest fundraiser of the year for us. And, um, yeah, it's been 19 years now, and it's been touring around the country for about 12 or 13 years now. Um, so it's really grown into its own. You say touring around the country. Does that mean you have, like, a packaged version version of it that, that you send out uh, for people to show in small theaters and venues? That's right. The Yeah, the flagship festival kicks off our tour and uh, much like the Wild and Scenic Film Festival here in town is a fundraiser for Circle, the uh, event goes around the country and serves as a fundraiser for other organizations and communities all around the country. So uh, are people going to like buy one ticket and then have access to the whole festival for 10 days? Is that how it's going to work? Yeah, there's a few different options for folks. So we like to keep things, you know, flexible depending on what people are trying to engage in. But um, there's a number of different options. So we've got a handful of different pass levels that give you access to film sessions. Um, and so there are 
10 tracks and then 34 film sessions. So just like always, we organize things into thematic sessions that kind of have a storytelling arc to them. And there's a total of 34 of those. And so depending on what pass you get, you have access to a set number of film sessions um, that you can access during that window. Um, and then in addition to that, there's also single tickets. So if you buy a five pack, but then there's one other session that you wanna catch and you don't feel like getting a 10 pack, um, you can buy that single session as well. Or if you just want to tune in to two sessions and that's all you can make it to, um, there is the option to buy single session tickets as well. Are there any uh, special uh, uh, films this year that uh, you'd like to tell our listeners about? Well, yeah, I hate to uh, pick on too many as far as I think they're all special in their own way. But we definitely do have some exciting films that are going to be. We've got 13 world premieres coming to the festival this year. Um, and so that's always pretty exciting. And, um, you know, there's a, a wide range of what those films cover. Uh, one of them that I think is really exciting is going to be a world premiere is called River's End, um, California's Latest Water War. And this is a, you know, very timely and always, you know, an important subject here in California, um, especially as we reenter what looks like might be another drought. Um, and so this film really deals with, you know, some of the issues relating to water rights and the way that water works in California, um, especially in interaction with big agriculture. Um, and so as part of that world premiere, we're gonna be featuring a live panel um, that's gonna happen on Saturday, January 16th uh, in the evening at 6 p.m. And that's gonna feature uh, the filmmaker as well as some other experts on um, the you know California water. So what is the kickoff date for the festival? Uh, the festival kicks off on Thursday, January 14th, and we're going to that morning, there'll be a welcome video that is released. And then that evening at 5 p.m. Pacific time is when all the films will become available. And we also encourage everyone to join us online for a Zoom happy hour at that time and for a toast and just to kick things off, um, gathering together in the way that we're able to this year. So there will be some opportunities for uh, interactive, uh, um, you know, interactive experience with this. Definitely. Yeah. One thing that we really focused on from the start of planning this and the decision to go virtual was wanting it to be something more than simply sitting in front of a screen and passively watching videos. And so we've got opportunities for people to interact in things like Zoom lobbies and happy hours. Um, we've got Q&A sessions where we're going to be talking with special guests and filmmakers and allowing for you know interaction from the audience there to ask questions um and then you know like always we're going to be having workshops and other like talks and chats um and a lot of that programming like workshops and talks and chats is all available for free to the community 
um, partially brought to us by our friends at Earth Justice that helped put on the activist center and the workshops. Um, but that's always been a big part of Wild and Scenic. We wanted to make sure that wasn't lost this year. So we're excited to gather people together for things like that. Or we've got a youth workshop on Friday, the 22nd. Um, and, you know, in the end, Wild and Scenic, as much as it is about films, it's really also largely about community. And so we wanted to make sure that we were working to bring community together, um, even if it's online this year. Now, how can people find out more about this and, and purchase tickets as well? Yeah, um, there's, as always, wildandscenicfilmfestival.org has all the down low on things, including our How to Fest page. Um, and then in addition, this year, our virtual fest page is located at wsff.eventive.org. And that's going to be the landing page for where you can buy your passes or tickets. Um, it's where you can look up information in the film guide about the films or go to our virtual catalog and find out what sessions are showing when um, and also to pre-order those sessions if you'd like. Uh, why don't you give our listeners that uh, that in information just one more time so they can make sure, sure they thing. get it. Yeah. yeah, so always uh, wildandscenicfilmfestival.org is a great place to start. Um, and then this year also we encourage folks to navigate on over to um, wsff.eventive.org. And that's going to be the main welcome site for the virtual festival where you can purchase your passes explore the film guide as well as the virtual catalog and pre-order sessions and kind of start shaping what your festival is going to look like. Well, Eric, uh, thank you very much for speaking with KVMR and best of luck with your event this year. Thanks so much, Paul. Have a great rest of your day there. Look forward to seeing you at the festival. I've been speaking with Eric Dunn. He's producer of the Wild and Scenic Film Festival uh, produced every year by the South Yuba River Citizens League, known as Circle. You are listening to community-supported radio, KVMR, FM, Nevada City, KCPC, Camino Placerville, and this is the Wednesday edition of KVMR's Evening News. KVMR's news program airs Monday through Friday, 6 to 6.30 p.m. Coming up at 6.30 this evening, we have this week's production of The Sages Among Us and at 7 o'clock, Democracy Now! with Amy Goodman. Closing out today's newscast, we have Gary Zimmerman, retired economist for the San Francisco Fed, taking a look at our economy.